throughout the nation and around the globe. From his heart to yours, it's Dear James Live, bringing you intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. Welcome, everybody. Um, it's Dear James and the Lady Jacqueline. And uh, I'm an intuitive, and the Lady Jacqueline does human design. And so we're going to just come together and talk about current energies and, uh, and also just take your questions live and do intuitive guidance and so forth for you and human design and talk about the current energies. So let's just jump in, Jacqueline. How's it? What's happening? Wow. That's, it's a loaded question because I feel like if I speak for everybody, it feels like a lot is happening, but nothing is happening at the same time. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else feels like that, but it's literally this energy. And we actually had a discussion about this, James, earlier in the week about this idea of being in this almost limbo phase where you're kind of knowing that something new is coming and it's around the corner, but then you're also in the process of letting things go. And what I've personally been feeling is not only have I felt this massive shift, I mean, I don't know how many of you feel this as well. If you take a look back at the person you were six months ago, you probably can't even recognize him or her anymore. It's like you've transformed, you've transitioned, you've changed, and you potentially are feeling like you've con con you are, are continuously on this changing path or this path of change. But it's like you're, I want to say limbo because it's almost like you haven't, you've got kind of like, you know, when you're testing the waters out and you've got one toe in the water, but then the rest of the foot is still like hanging out. That's kind of how it feels at the moment. It's like, you know, you're supposed to step forward. You're kind of unsure because you don't know what the bigger picture looks like. Maybe you don't know all of the answers. Maybe there's still answers that need to kind of show itself. You can feel the energy is pulling you forward, but there's still a part of you that's, 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 I don't want to say being left behind, but it's almost like there's a process of still being cleared. Like there's clearing that still needs to happen. There's releasing and letting go that still needs to happen so that you can fully step into this newness and whatever that newness looks like to you. Does that resonate? Yeah, absolutely. And just to welcome Sam, uh, Samantha from uh, British Columbia, Canada. So welcome. Thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, no, exactly. Jacqueline, that's exactly it. There's, you know, of course, it's the, it's coming, we're coming into the end of the year. And of course, this week is a power packed week in terms of we have the full moon partial lunar eclipse on Friday. Um, so sun is in Scorpio. The moon is in Taurus. And, you know, I don't know about you, but just typically full moons. Every time there's crazy going on, it's full moon. So then add the eclipse to it. Add Scorpio. You know, the sun is in Scorpio moon and Taurus where it's fixed. And so there's a very interesting element here going on, I think, for everybody, like we had talked about prior, which is this ending and beginning, the fear associated around the letting go, around the piece of who will I be after this moment, mm -hmm. after I let go. And that's you know, that's where the fear is because we're, there's, you know, there's certainty in the uncertainty. It's like, we kind of know, we know where we're going and yet we don't, you know, I always say we know what we know until we know. And so this is that piece of where 
Am I letting go of my identity? Am I letting go of where I live, literally? Am I, how am I moving? How am I releasing? And this moment in time, this, this literal moment in time, it, it's the tower moment. They're showing me the tower moment. It's like that. And tower moments mm. don't have to be bad. You know, tower moments mm. can be positive change. We just have to be willing to embrace it. Mm. Absolutely. I love how you mentioned the fear because it's so, I mean, so it's so beautiful because in human design, you're actually able to really identify clearly what your specific fears are by looking at the spinic gates, by seeing what's defined, what's not defined, you know, how you've been conditioned based on your fears. And it's so interesting because you did mention this fear of like stepping into the unknown because we've been so conditioned to, I want to kind of say, think things through. And what human design has taught me and what I love to share now is that through human design, our decisions, the best decisions that we can make for ourselves is not through thought. It's actually through embodiment of like feeling what your inner intelligence is. So whether you're a spenic, meaning like you're listening to your intuition, when you, whether you're a sacral, meaning like you've got to listen to your gut, whether you're self-projected, meaning you've got a soundboard, if you've got to listen to what your identity is trying to tell you nothing is in the head so so in order for you to kind of move forward and gain clarity it's not about thinking things through it's actually about taking a step back trusting surrendering and feeling things through and when you're talking about that fear fear is like i i'm a spielnik authority so i have this beautiful relationship to fear i kind of say there's two fears there's that fear that's there to keep you safe where if you feel it within your body there's something wrong you've got to get out here or there's that fear, or and there's that fear, the second fear, which is you, you're uncertain, you don't know all the answers, but you've got that butterfly in your stomach. So it's that fear that's kind of there to catapult you forward, right? And this is exactly the fear that you're talking to, which is it's the unknown is there. You don't really know all of the steps right now. Maybe, you, you know, like you said, you're, you're changing homes and you've sold your home. You don't actually know where you're wanting to stay. And the fear creeps in of, I don't want to stay in a terrible place. or I don't want to go back. Like the, the fear of the past repeating itself with the gate 44. It's like, I don't want the past experience to come back, right? Like, where do I want to go? Who do I want to be? But there's that fear, the good fear, which is the uncertainty, but the knowingness of the excitement and the enthusiasm of the, oh, the adventure of what surprise, what awaits. So I think it's really beautiful that we're talking to this space right now where it's okay to not know all of the answers. It's kind of going, being okay with knowing what you need to know at this moment and then taking inspired action because not because of fear, but to move through fear. Right. Absolutely. I mean, and that's, you know, that's another big component is that we see how, sorry, pardon me. Um, we see how that comes about and how fear, and I'm just trying to bring you up, Jacqueline, so that there we, there we go. So it's one of those things where Fear is your friend. You know, I often say that fear is energy. And so when we look at the fact that fear is energy, and that's all it is, everything is energy. So when we look at the fact that fear is energy, and in this moment, endings, new beginnings, fear can come out. And so when you look at it, it's either going to, fear will either immobilize you, or it's that catalyst to move you forward, to push you through. 
And you, you know, it's that nervousness, like you were saying, like, oh, there's a nervousness. So, but that, and that ties to the tower as well. So you can see how fear is your friend. Fear is energy. Utilize fear in a positive way. Utilize fear in a manner that allows you to move through, to get to the other side of something or to, you know, to be excited and have fear. But don't, don't allow fear to immobilize you. Because at that point, when it's immobilizing you, that's when it's, you're, you're, you know, you're in its harm state. And you don't want to be in that state of, of energy, in that state of fear. Um, so that's, that's coming up. As they're saying, you know, like, one of the things they said for uh, the overall energies for today, which we are going to talk about and share between human design and, and the intuitive guidance for the collective, and it was literally about sink or swim Fear is your friend. And this is really a moment in time where we all need to swim. You know, we all need to know we have everything we need. We've got everything in this moment. And just trust, you know, when, when we, you know, sink or swim. It's like when you're floating along, when you're in a pool or you're in a, a lake or a river or something, the current, when you float, when you're just at one with the water, you float, you go with the current. And of course, if you fight against it, boom, you sink like a bob. I mean, you're just done. So that was one of the big messages for the collective at this moment was sink or swim. Like we have a choice to go with the flow, to embrace and to not allow that um, to become a negative fear. Mm. Immediately what comes to me when you say, which is so beautiful, which is that resistance. So when you push, push like against it or you try, because you're trying to control it, right? Because that's what the ego does. So as soon as you don't know, you go into this pattern of, oh, I want to control this so that I can basically be or have clarity on the outcome, right? So, but when you're controlling, you, you're kind of sinking to the bottom, but you're also giving your energy away. And what's beautiful is all the types, so there's five types in human design, if you aren't, if you aren't familiar, if you're familiar, you know exactly, you probably know your type already. But with all the types, what's so beautiful, the first thing that you learn within human design is your energy mechanics. So like how does energy actually flow within your body? And all of us have this opportunity to tap into our unique energy, kind of like energy flow. And as soon as we're resisting or as soon as we're going against our natural I want to kind of say natural design, then we're giving our energy away and that's when we're left frustrated or angry or bitter or resentful or kind of disappointed. Where instead we're supposed to be in this frequency because that's our natural state of satisfaction, of success, of peace, of surprise, right? So kind of check in with yourself now, especially like, you know, if, you, if you're feeling like you don't know all the answers, it's okay. And maybe it's a time to take a step back to kind of learn to see what triggers are coming up for you. Are those fears really coming up for you? And, and the way you're reacting to them is in that space of panic, control, resisting that sinking feeling, which is leaving you, you know, frustrated, angry. Or are you able to actually become aware of what is still needing to come up? Because with the full moon, we all know it's about, you know, releasing, letting go, surrendering. It's also an eclipse. So it's also really looking at what needs to come up that's no longer serving you, that you've got to let go of in order to be in alignment with your truth, where you're actually supposed to go, you know, like the person you're designed to be. 
the person that or the the traits, the characteristics that speaks to your highest truth rather than you know the shadow and the trauma and the conditioning that you've picked up along the way that's no that 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 served its purpose but no longer is needed on this new journey and unless you release it you're kind of taking in baggage old baggage from the past and you're wanting to carry it into the new but there's no space in the new right and that kind of speaks true with James's kind of analogy of going with the flow like uh, Abraham Hicks always speaks about going downstream instead of swimming upstream right the exact same thing it's almost it's light it's effortless it's like you just want to float right but we're so programmed to swim upstream instead of go hang on let's flow downstream even though we don't know kind of where the is going but it's the trust and the faith and the knowing because we know we're capable and we know that life is only is working out for us so the stream can't take us to where we don't want to go if we actually trust and surrender right yeah and that's that's key right there trust and surrender because without trust and surrender we're not going you know we're going to have a rocky road it's going to be a bumpy road if you're not in trust and surrender it's like full faith trust surrender those are your three key you know staples if you will in terms of moving through things and moving through in a way with grace with ease with joy because again as you just said, if we're if you're not flowing, if you're swimming upstream, you're working you're working really hard, and there's no need to do that. It's it can be scary, yes, okay, but just you know, in that moment, take the breath, take the full faith and trust, because remember too, you know, they're reminding me, everything that we experience, everything that we're we're doing. It's, it's already a part of us. It's already there. It's already ours. It's already. And so when we just remember that we're the custodian of this moment, of this experience, of this life, well, then it takes on a whole different level because it's a whole different level of care. It's a whole different level of awareness and consciousness because you're the custodian of the experience. It's, it's, it's built in. It's already there. So that takes a layer off immediately because you're like, oh, okay, 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 okay. I'm just remembering. I'm rejoining myself. I'm re-remembering something. And just to, to everybody listening, so if um, no matter where we're live streaming to multiple platforms today, so please give us a shout in the comments and everything. Let us know you're there. And we're also taking your questions live. So the Lady Jacqueline and I are taking your questions live. So if you have questions about where you are, if you're facing something, um, if you just want to know, you want intuitive guidance, you want human design guidance, please put your comments in the, uh, in the comment section. And as they come through, we will, uh, we will address them and start uh, interacting as well with all of you. Because that's why Jacqueline and I are here is... Uh, it's certainly not, we love each other and it's not to hear ourselves talk. We're here for you, all of you. So that's where we really want this to be. Um, these, when we come together, we want them to be about you. So, so, Jack- so James, before we actually, I actually, I think you're going to ask me the same question, but I actually want you to maybe do a little bit of a backstory because I, I don't even know your backstory. So I don't even know how you actually stepped into the space of being an intuitive um and how kind of like you yeah, navigated this path. Like how did it come to be? Kind of give everyone a backstory. Yeah, so a little, just a little bit about um, I'm Dear James and I'm an intuitive. 
And what that means is it's much like a clairvoyant, a, clairvoyant, a psychic, a medium, um, each in that respective way. So I listen to the unseen. And what that is for me is spirit, source, and symphony. And so as an intuitive, I listen. It's never, when I do readings for clients around the world and do group sessions and so forth, it's never me. It's not my opinion. It's not James. It's dear James. And there's a distinct difference, which is because I'm listening to the unseen. So, and the affirmation is that when they tell me your story, it's affirming what you already know. It's your story. I just don't know you. And so that's where the affirmations come in. That's where um, you have the validation. If anyone doing this ever says that it's them, I always say, don't walk, run. Because it's not. It's never, it's never me. It's not my opinion. It's intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions. It's coming from spirit, source, and symphony. And that awakening for me happened about 20 plus years ago, um, where I went to a, uh, a one-day seminar. The person that was uh, officiating, presenting and everything said, oh, will you work with this lady? You know, she doesn't have a partner. I said, sure. And so we did a light meditation. And he said, the point of this was to see what you received for the other person intuitively. And the last thing he said, which was really important, was don't judge it. And so I sat, did a light meditation, and all of a sudden this movie starts to play. And it's telling me this whole story. And the immediate thing I thought was, oh, this woman's going to think I am crazy. <laughs> and all I heard was, don't judge it. And I went, okay, 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 okay. I let the movie play. And then when we exchanged information, she said, okay, you go first. And I explained to her, I said, oh, you live on a ranch or a farm. There's trees. There are nut trees. I think acorns are walnut. You have horses. One of them's a white horse. It's an albino horse. It's mean. It's showing me its teeth. Um, you have swings on the front porch. You sit there. You drink like tea and lemonade. Um, and about the point that I got to, and I said, and your marriage is very um, tumultuous. And as I said that word, Jacqueline, this woman sitting next to her spun around and she said, well, that's a good way to describe her marriage. And I kind of drew back. I was a little bit like, ah. And the woman says, oh, this is my mother. And I said, hello. And I got really nervous. And so I finished and I was like, okay, and yes, and you're a writer or you've always wanted to be a writer. Okay, that's it. That's what I have for you. And she basically repeated back to me verbatim live on a five-acre ranch, it's acorn trees that you're talking about, the, the white horse, the albino horse, it's my daughter's, it bites me all the time, my marriage is tumultuous, and yes, I've wanted to be a writer. And I, in that moment, I just looked at her and I said, would you excuse me? And I got up and walked out of the ballroom because I didn't really understand. I understood what had happened, but I just didn't. And that was the awakening. And that's where Dear James started, was that point of awareness and knowing. Um, but that is the gift. And so I use it in that way, always for your highest and best. And always, it's always, always, always for good. So that's how, that's where I started. And let me switch over you with human design and just share with everyone listening and the audience about your, your beginning with human design. Yes. So thank you. Um, I think we definitely connected because we love the, like I love your your energy 
and we always have beautiful conversations. And the moment I connected with you, I knew I was like, Oh, there's something about this vibration. And then when I pulled up your charts, I was like, Oh, yes, I'm understanding you a little bit more as well. So I absolutely love that we were able to kind of come to like to connect and come together in such a beautiful, harmonious way. And even though we speak from different, I want to say modalities, because mine is a modality, yours is a, like a gift. You know, we speak from differences, but we speak in the same language. It's so beautiful. So for me, what's so beautiful about human design is that it's given me, well, first of all, if you're familiar with human design, you will know that there's a type called the projector and I'm a projector. And what projectors are supposed to do is master systems in order to understand the other, right? And when I found human design, the first time I was so curious, something sparked inside me and was like, ooh, some, there's about there's about like something is about the system that's just it's like it's like turning me on like I don't quite understand it because the first moment a lot of you if you've already downloaded your chart the first time you see your chart you're probably like WTF like what the actual what is going on why are there squares and triangles and colors and what is the red what is the black what are the numbers I get it actually it was so funny because the first time I found out about human design is I invested in a coach and she did like a generic reading as a projector and she just read off like you know just the the basic outline of what a projector was and for the first time I had never felt so seen and so heard so quickly by a person who pretty much didn't even know me right and that was the first I think part of the getting to know that hang on there's a modality because I've always been interested in astrology I studied numerology I studied metaphysical science I have a degree in psychology, so I love the workings of the mind. I want to understand how people behave, the way that they behave. I could never kind of find a, one specific tool that could kind of look at a 360 approach. It was always taking from different modalities and trying to put them into one until I went down the rabbit hole of human design. And for me, it has honestly been one of the most practical mind map or roadmap, should I rather say, to understanding yourself. Because it's not about becoming someone else, it's about unbecoming so that you can actually, like you said it earlier, remember who you are, right? Because we already know there's like this internal knowing. And when I work with clients and I share and I unravel and I and we unpack together what their chart says about their strengths, about their conditionings, about their purpose, it's they don't not know this they kind of go these like these aha moments these these sparks these realizations these permission slips and these like awarenesses of oh does that is that why that happens and oh so the way that i feel about this does that explain that and i'm like yeah so basically how i found it was so synchronized because invested in the person realized i couldn't actually be coached in the way that traditional coaching was was kind of like pushing me into or pushing all of us into but then I realized I needed to actually cross paths with her so she could actually introduce human design to me because from that moment my entire life changed I spent so much time literally diving I'm also a profile line one so I'm a natural investigator so I I literally dove head first in investigating what this modality the sciences was all about how could I actually utilize it? And I started doing everyone's charts. I was that person that was like, when were you born? What time were you born? Where were you born? And I was literally just lapping it up. I was doing as many charts as possible until I realized that this is actually what I love to do. It's, it's a beautiful tool that enables me 
to hold space for another person so that they can realize how capable they are, so that they can realize, you know, what their potential is, what their strengths are, what, what, how to actually move through challenges. And it kind of gives you an indication on how to deal with other people as well. So not only do you have to know yourself, but it's actually how do we honor each other's differences so we can work together beautifully. And that's pretty much been, it, it was just, it was like a synchronized moment of right timing. If I had found it years before, I, I probably wouldn't have gone down the rabbit hole the way that I did. So it was just divine timing. It just came as if it was a godsend. And it was, it's like this, it's, I can't imagine my life without this tool. Seriously, James, like, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing, I mean, you're brilliant at what you do. So, and, and we have the, the pleasure and the gift of, of getting to meet each other. Um, Jacqueline and I are both part of the Cosmic Collaboration, which is a group um, that is uh, practitioners, wellness practitioners from astrology to human design to body consciousness to um, intuitives to um, crystal work and so forth. And so and it's an amazing opportunity. And that's how we got to meet. And each time I've been in your presence, I'm always in awe of how the human design system, because again, it's a divination. It's, it's another divination system. Um, and so when you look at astrology, tarot, human design, body consciousness, the Kabbalah, Yijing, all these different divination systems, they all, the Sabian symbols, they all are here as tools to assist everyone, to help us. And so when you're talking about, you know, peeling back the layers and you can see everything and you're like, oh my gosh, it's making sense now. And it's, you know, it's like, again, what a, what a beautiful gift we've been given uh, to have these different modalities, the, uh, you know, these different divinations. And we have some, uh, we have some questions, so I just want to see if I'm going to be able to... Uh, Bring them on, and let's see how that, uh, and I got to keep popping. I can actually see it on my end as well. Yeah, I'm trying to, uh, I apologize, we're bouncing around on the screen here, because there's a way by which we bring this on, and uh, it's going to let me, there we go. So we're going to do this, and we're going to start out with Kyle, and... And Kyle said, can we expect a cosmic update from Jacqueline tonight? Curious much? Hashtag curious much. <laughs> <laughs> so Jacqueline, for a cosmic update um, that you'd like to oh. offer. Okay. Yes. So I want to just speak to two things and you can also kind of give me your download. I know we spoke a little bit about kind of the bigger picture of what's happening at the moment. But what we can look at with human design is we can also see transits, right, throughout each week as the um, gates transit each, like of the sun and the earth and all of the planets, we kind of get energy potentials for that week, right? So what's beautiful about this is it enables you to actually learn or gain the wisdom that other people would have maybe defined in their charts, you have undefined, which means there's variation. And through the transits, you're actually able to tap into that energy to gain the wisdom quicker, but also to potentially understand the other, the other who has this defined, right? So when we look at the transits for the week, we know that the sun um, is in gate 14 and the earth is in gate 8. With the, the full moon and the eclipse, it's also uh, the moon is in gate 8. So what that speaks to right now, the 14 is actually comes off of the sacral center. The sacral center gives you that life force, right? 
the eight comes off of your, let me get it right, throat center. And that throat center speaks to expression of self. So right now it's like, how are you wanting to express yourself in a way that contributes? So asking yourself questions, maybe how can I contribute? How can I be of service right now? So if, for example, you're overthinking an element, like um, you're overthinking a business idea or you're overthinking a relationship or you're overthinking, you know, what your next step is and you're kind of wanting to find clarity, check in with yourself and say, does, does this allow me to be of service to the, my highest good, but also to the highest good of everyone around me? And how can I actually be of service? How can I take inspired action to serve, to contribute? How do I want to contribute in the best possible way? Okay, with the 14 coming from that life force energy, that's going to be your action taking, right? The energy that's going to inspire that action. The 14 is knowing and trusting the bigger picture that we have what we need right at this point in time. And James, you spoke to that earlier where you were saying we come in with everything that we need and all we're doing is we're remembering, right? So right now, Sorry. it's like if you feel like you don't have enough resources or you feel like you don't have the know-how or the tools or you feel like it's not perfect yet or you feel like the relationship is isn't where you want it to go or the process or you know life isn't just like you, you feel like there's lack right that is a limiting belief that's coming up in the perfect time because you're capable of actually dealing with that limiting belief transcending that trauma that you've been holding on to and kind of saying thank you but this is not serving me anymore because I'm stepping into the highest expression of me right because the truth of the reality is you have everything that you need right now to do the thing that you're wanting to do even if you feel like oh there's not enough money the universe will give you the resources whether it is someone gives you a handout of actually a couple of dollars or actually you get to sell something in your house that you've never used before because you decide to be resourceful or maybe you decide to collaborate with someone and you offer the skill and the other person has a different skill that you maybe don't have yet. There is a way to do it because the what you, what you need and what you want is already there for you. It's just your perspective or how are you actually noticing it? Are you actually, how, like, what is your mindset at this point in time? So every trigger, every limiting lack belief, every trauma is coming up for you at this perfect now with the eclipse, with the full moon, because you are strong enough to let it go, to release it, to actually move into your truth, the truth that's always been there, which is you are abundant, the resources are available. You are here to make a contribution through service and you are here to really express your truth. So, for example, if you feel like in a relationship or in a business or within friendships, you aren't really speaking your truth. The boundaries aren't being set. This is a time to set those boundaries, to actually speak your truth, not in a reactive way, but in a place from that higher consciousness of saying, actually, this is going to be of service both to me, but also to the other. Because in order to set, you know, like boundaries, it, you, you need to protect yourself, but and, that, and therefore you can actually then serve the other. So this is a perfect time. Anything that comes up is there for you to release because you're strong enough. You're ready. The universe is telling you you're ready. This is your time to deal with it because you can't take that baggage to where you're wanting to go. You can't take it with you to the newness, that new adventure, that new start, that, that like new possibility that's there, that's waiting around the corner. Does it make sense? Absolutely. And it's, it's again, it's, it's so amazing because we never, you know, we never 
really talk about what we're going to talk about. It's we let the unseen, we let it all guide us. And, and that's the beauty of the unseen and where, where the gates are, everything that's happening in human design. It's always right in sync. Because it, when we look at today, the, the date, 11, 17, 2021, um, and when you were speaking, what they were showing was this moment of caterpillar to butterfly. There is a, a metamorphosis. There is a moment. And when you look at the dates, 11, 17, 2021, it all culminates in a six. And the number six is about spirit and service. It's about the new, it's, it's about our innateness. It's always about who we've been. We've just layered on. Humanity has put on all these masks, all these things we tell ourselves, all these things that I have to be this and I need to be that. And all of that's getting peeled back. And I just want to go through the numbers in a moment because it ties in artfully with what you just said. Because 11, so November is an 11. It's both a gateway. It's two ones. So it's a way through or a way to something. It's also the most intuitive number. As a prime number, it's associated with being the most intuitive. And what it's reminding us is we all already know. We know. We just have to listen. It's an 11. It's a way to. It's a way through. And the way to and through, soul source connection. Listen to your intuitive state. The next number is 17. And 17 in the Yijing is follow, be led. So you can see, here's a gateway. It's the most intuitive. And what's it going to do? It's going to show you the way. So follow, follow, be led. Listen to your soul source connection. That's going to take you through to the new. The year is a five. 2021 is a five. Five is all about change. So here we are in this epic moment certainly even this week coming up with the, the full moon, partial lunar eclipse, Scorpio, all of this, it is about change. It is about tower moments. Again, they need not be fearful. We need not fear. It's there to move us forward. It's meant to deliver us to our new, to our, to our butterfly state, if you will. Um, when you add 11, 17, 20, 21 together, it becomes a 15. Before you get to the six, it becomes a 15. And the 15 in the Yijing is humility. So again, here's a way you connect. How do you do it? With humility, with grace, with kindness, with goodness. This is exactly this moment because it's meant to, there's that sink or swim. It's If we're fighting all of that, it's going to be a sink moment. It's going to be a sink experience. If we flow with it, it's ease. It's going to be a swim. Yeah, it's going to be a little scary. And, you know, okay, what are they asking of me? And what am I letting go and shedding? But this is the, this is the moment. You know, this is the moment to release all of this. Something very auspicious about 2022. All these twos. So just want to bring and culminate that Jacqueline all together that this is the beauty this is what I love about you and I getting together like this and human design and the intuiting and it comes together and it's just magic it's absolute magic so let's switch back we're going to switch screens here again and again for everyone listening Jacqueline and I Jacqueline does human design I'm dear James I'm an intuitive 
and we're taking your questions live. We're gonna, um, we have one here um, from Samantha, and so we're gonna bring that on screen here and, and address that. And and Kyle is uh, saying, right on, right on the money, Jacqueline. And uh, he was saying, perfect. I was thinking of giving back to the community, especially uh, heading into the festive period where there are families, especially in our country, that don't even have a warm plate of food. That, for me, just, there's something. So, yes, Kyle, you want to talk about spirit and service and goodness? That'll make me, you know, that just hits my heart center. It hits my heart string. Um, so, beautiful. Um, so, let's let's bring in... Samantha's question. You want to read that one, Jacqueline? And do you see that? Mm. Yes, I do. So, Samantha, <laughs> my manifesting generator, I had the privilege of actually connecting with Sam. It's so crazy, actually. I mean, I'm in South Africa and Sam is all the way in Canada. And I mean, like you, James, like I'm in South Africa and you're all the way in. Where are you again? Palm Springs right now, just outside of Los Angeles. Yes. Yeah. I mean, hello. Like, how crazy is this world? I find this so fantastic. I love it. Okay, so let's get into Samantha's question. So, Manifesting Generator. So, she's restarting. I'm restarting my business and wanting some help and interested in hearing what you think or hear. So, I'm a yoga teacher, designer, event planner in training currently. So, I would love to combine my passions into an umbrella company. I would love guidance. I'm experiencing fear currently, but also excitement and joy in the new journey or path. Now, it's so incredible because as a manifesting generator, if, if you aren't a manifesting generator and you're reading this question, you're probably thinking, holy smokes, like, first of all, how are you focusing your attention on so many things at the same time? Because yoga teacher, designer, event planner, um, I know the businesses that you did before as well. But as a manifesting generator, what's so beautiful is you are here to really show us how to skip steps and how to actually follow your, your own energy to do the things that you're wanting to do. And you don't have to be specific on focusing on one thing. So as a manifesting generator, you've got the energy to basically sustain multiple interests at the same time. And this is why Sam can do this so effortlessly and so beautiful. And when looking at her chart, because I know her details, so in looking at her, her manifesting char uh, generator chart, what I can also see is she's got the 3420 and 3457, and 34 is the most powerful gate within the human design chart. Now, for those of you that are maybe looking at your human design charts and you're like, I don't have the 34, I can't be powerful, like please do not even fall into that trap of trying to box it in. I don't know about you, James, but it's almost like as soon as people read something, they kind of go straight into this black or white box mentality of oh, I don't have it, so I can't be, right? Mm -hmm. What's so beautiful with human design is that we have all of the charts. So even if it is not defined like Sam, doesn't mean you aren't powerful. It just means that Samantha has a consistent access to that energy for her that's reliable. Where, like me, I don't have the 34. So what happens with me, I have variety in the way that I experience this powerful energy surge. So it's not consistent for me, right? It depends on who am I hanging around, what's happening in the, in the transit energy right now. I can tell you that we all have 
this 34 energy activated or defined within our charts because it is in the i think it's in the north node if i'm if i stand correct or the south node one of the two so we've all got that channel 2034 at the moment and we've had it for the last couple of weeks and we're going to continue to have it so maybe you've also felt like actually hold on there's a lot of energy what do i do with it especially if you're not familiar now i know with sam to, to get back to your question the one thing, the fears that come up, and because we can see what's defined in your chart, you've got the 57, which is that fear of not being able to cope, and also the fear, the 48, which is that fear of I don't know enough. So kind of again for you, it's check in to see where do you feel like you aren't going to be able to cope with this idea of combining those businesses into one umbrella. Because the reason that you even thought about it means that there's some kind of inspiration that's sparking. And then if your energy is aligned to it, meaning like you feel like a kid in a candy store excites you, you want to kind of get it going, then why is your mind taking over that gut response, right? And you're getting lost in the fear of, oh, I'm not going to be able to cope because you know your truth is. You are going to be able to cope because with the 57, even though it gives you that fear of not, like not being able to cope, it gives you that intuitive knowing in the moment. So you're going to know in the moment what is your best next step, right? You just know. And if you don't know right now, then focus on what brings you joy. Focus on you know, continuing your uh, training of the event of the event planning. Focus on, um, you know, what lights you up about the yoga teach about, about teaching yoga. You know, like how can you add more of your teachings? How can you share more of your teachings in, into the world until the spark comes for you, where your body is going to tell you, "Oh, this is my next inspired action." So be conscious of that mind. Be conscious of those fears that are coming up those limiting beliefs that you keep telling yourself that you're not going to be able to cope or you aren't good enough because we both know that you are good enough and you're definitely going to cope because you're designed to cope. Okay, so it's, I always want to kind of give you an invitation to start tricking yourself to believe your truth instead of the believing the untruth that you keep telling yourself that you're not going to be able to cope and that you aren't good enough. Does that make sense? Let us know. Yes. And then James, there's something coming up for you. Do you want to share anything? Yeah, absolutely. So to, to tag on to that and build on that, um, a couple of things are popping in for you, Sam and Samantha, Sam. Um, they're showing me very much like you standing in this, uh, like uh, it's like the maypole. You know, the maypole is the center core. And here you are and you're very still and you're solid. It's the solid being. And then these beautiful ribbons come off the maypole and they get braided into this beautiful you know, creation, you know, and, and that's, and so here is this thing where very much you have, you have at your center, you have at your core, what's necessary to do what you want to do. The, the opportunity is to not trip yourself up, is to not remember with the maypole and the ribbons, all oh, these beautiful ribbons. And when, and there's a rhythm, there's a rhythm, there's a movement and a rhythm to how you move around the pole that interlaces these into this beautiful creation, into this kind of beautiful basket or, or design. So one is you have everything it takes. You have everything you need. You keep, you keep telling yourself you don't is what they're saying to me. You keep saying I don't have what I need or I can't do it because... 
It's not so much now. It's not so much because it's it's a it's so it's a deep rooted fear is what they're saying to me, and it's it's a it's a fear of failure, or a better way to put it is a fear of success. What happens if I actually do all of this and I actually manifest all of this? Oh well, then what <laughs> is is the way it's coming through? And so, so they're just asking you, as, as that maypole, as that center, that very, um, you have everything core center. While you can do many things, pick, pick one thing at its center and start lacing around the other things around it. Because, again, it doesn't mean that you have to only do one thing. That's not, that's not the point of it. But what is the ultimate goal? That's the better way to say this. What's the ultimate goal? You're talking about an umbrella um, experience that you want this thing. But as you know, with any company or any, any multifaceted company, there's something at their core. They're known for something at their core. And from there... They have the branches. They branch out, and those branches complement each other. They are they're interwoven. They're effortlessly interlaced. That's what they're asking you to bring your attention to. It's it's to find your center. What's your true center? What's your true core purpose? And then build and interlace those things from that standpoint, because you already are it. That's the amazing thing about this: is you already are that. And by the fact that you have, they're, they're using the maypole with these beautiful ribbons, these colored ribbons, you're multifaceted. You're, you're creative. You're multifaceted. Um, you're talented. You're, you're a quick thinker. You, you, you can, but you can quick think yourself. You can quick step yourself into a corner. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sam, that's where you... Yeah, you said, yeah. Yeah, so that's where... Um, and it's going to be a pivotal there the last it's going to be a pivotal year for you coming up. Um you do have some some big choices to make. Um so don't let fear. This is a moment like Jacqueline and I've been talking about. This moment right now, this 11/17/2021, this full moon, uh partial lunar eclipse, this tower moment, all these things with the gates, this whole thing of it's about you arriving there. So don't be afraid of the journey. Don't be afraid of the arrival. They're saying, so, oh, that was the other thing, you know, because they've said to me, you've waited a long time for this moment. And last but not least, I just read an article and it was from the CEO of Hay House. And mm. the subject line was, and this is for you, Sam, it's never too late to begin. And the moral of the story was, that Louise Hayes, Louise Hay, started Hay House at 60 years of age. And she ran that company for 30 years. So that in and of itself is mind-boggling and, you know, it's like so inspiring. So it's just a message, Sam. It's never too late to do what you want to do in life. You've waited a long time for this moment. It's yours. Brass rings, reach up and grab them. 
I love that. I absolutely love that. Yeah, I love... Um, Kyle is saying, I can relate to the fear of success. If all works out, am I willing to maintain the success? It's a big question. You know, I, are you? <laughs> <laughs> are you, Kyle? I mean, this is the thing. Because remember, success is a reflection, right? They're all, they're all mirrors. So that is something that's really... Um, Success, you know, I always say there is no failure. It's all success. That we wouldn't be where we are without the shadow side of success, a la failure. There's no failure. Failure is one of our greatest teachers. Again, it's not failure, it's success in disguise. Um, sorry, uh, Kyle's coming in with James. Why would the fear of success come up for me? Uh, ah, well, instantly they're saying to me, because you're an overthinker. <laughs> instantly they're like this, he thinks too much. <laughs> and so, and again, that's not about planning. They're saying to me, there's a difference between strategic planning, being strategic, um, you know, thinking, overthinking, shadow side, shadow work. That can come in where he <laughs> just said, I am. <laughs> so you can see, um, Kyle, that, again, fear of success comes up in all of us because then it says, well, what happens then? We're so focused, you know, it's that beautiful analogy, Jacqueline, of you're so focused on climbing the mountain that we don't know what happens when we get to the summit. And for that matter, what's on the other side? We forget about the descent because we're so focused on the ascent. And so in this instance, um, you know, Kyle, the way to, the way through, don't overthink things. They say you have a brilliant mind. They're saying you have a brilliant mind. You have a brilliant um, way. You have a brilliant analogy, um, a way of coming at things. Your Achilles heel is in the overthinking. Um, it's kind of like where you... You overthink it to death. You can kill it. <laughs> is the way it's coming in. Um, Jacqueline, I think uh, Samantha had another um, comment. Mm, yeah, she actually just said she brought up the fear of success to her mom a few days ago. The beautiful maple, beautiful, thank you, I'm crying, or um, I think I'm all happiness. And then she said, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so she definitely resonated. I could feel she resonated because you you explained it so beautiful. Um, the 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 image of that maple and and you know like the ribbons flowing. That's exactly also that manifesting generator energy, the ability to to be multifaceted. And then Carl says resonate strongly. Thank you. Wow, awesome, James. Appreciate it. <laughs> You're most welcome. You know, I actually wanted to add in with the mountain, the, the beautiful analogy of that mountain. And I actually had a, a client call today and, and this similar topic or this theme came up where it's like we're so focused on the destination and the end result that we actually forget about the journey. And it's the success in the journey or is the success in the end result. And you're never done. So we're never done, right? Think about it like when you're done, you're done. You're you're out, you're out of this planet, you know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. you're not here anymore. 
because you're never done. Like you can set a goal. Once you achieve that goal, you've already got the next goal or you, you can set an intention. You've already got the next tension. You, you can climb, you can set to climb the mountain. And once you're done, you're ascending, but you've got the next mountain to climb. So the, the, the journey is, or the success is also like in the journey. It's not about the destination and also looking at the destination as, why are you so focused on getting there? Is it because you think you're going to feel better in the having of it? Like this is the, you know, a lot of people speak to this. Is like that feeling, I'm going to feel freedom when I have more money in the bank account, when I have that love relationship, when I work for myself, right? Or I, I will feel more loved when I have the perfect relationship. Like I want to feel love when I, you know, it's, it's always this destination. But it's like, it's looking at it going, okay, if I'm supposed to enjoy this present moment because all I have is the now and how can I contribute and how can I be of service in this now by being the highest expression of myself and not taking things from the past and making it my reality and taking the what ifs from the future and making that my reality and just enjoy the moments of climbing this mountain because I know that it's in the climbing of the mountain that makes the summit so much sweeter. And I can speak to this because I literally do climb mountains and this is the reason I do is the healing process. And it's not about getting to the top. It's about every step it takes that gets you to move forward. And every motion forward is you becoming a better version of yourself and you are going to become the better version of yourself. So it's instead of focusing on the end result, let's you know get to the present moment and realize that the fear is taking from the past and predicting the future that you can't predict because you can't control anything that happens, right? Yeah, and, you know, just to tag on the last thing, which is, you know, it, it's a part of this because the last thing they said for the collective for everyone today was open up, and they had me draw an arrow sign up, and we're here, we're talking about summits and mountains, and obviously that is up. <laughs> it's not a valley, it's the peak. So, and then they said, open up, to the divine in you. And then when the, with the word you, they gave me the two other expressions or the two other um, words that sound like it. You as in a female sheep and you as in the yew tree. And when you look at them, so you'd have a you, the you, Y-O-U, E-W-U, and Y-E-W. And there's something really beautiful about this, Jacqueline, because what they're saying is open up to the divine in you. And we're talking about these endings and beginnings, this, this reaching a higher point, a higher octave within ourselves, and how to do it. We've talked about how. We've talked, looked at the, at the energies. We've said to not let fear be a you know, factor. Use fear as your friend. Use it in a positive energy way. But there's a beauty in the fact that the, the female you, meaning the female sheep, and it's, it is reminding me of um, the great mother, because in essence, this return to ourselves, this, because we have, as Master Jesus, he was, as we talked about, was born just at the end of Aries, before this went into the era of Pisces. So, from the lamb, the ram, the lamb, to the to the fish, to the fisher of men. And the so the female you, the divine mother, this return, open up to the divine in you, return to the divine feminine in you. This open that up. So if 
And this is true of, it doesn't matter, male, female, transgender, we're all divine beings. We have divine masculine, we have divine feminine. What has been oppressed and suppressed for the last 2,000 plus years was the divine is and was the divine feminine. And so now we have this opportunity to open up again to the divine feminine. So if you're a woman who has stronger masculine traits or you're a woman that's in a very masculine dominated world, you have learned how to dim your feminine. You have learned how to turn it off. You have learned how to raise your masculine. Well, return, open up to the divine you. You too. Men, you can be the macho guy, you can be whatever. You're going to need to open up to the divine feminine. You're going to need, you know, as Jacqueline had said, we're going to need to make space at the table. You have to let go of the old you. You have to let see the you. You have to let go of the old you to make space for the new you. And the new you has far more divine feminine love, presence, energy. It's there. And then lastly, the you tree. It's sacred in the Druids, you know, from back to the Celtics and the Druids and, and in uh, Scotland, Ireland, and in Macbeth, so Shakespeare and Macbeth, they said, and this was so eerie to me, because it's also a point, the yew tree is also poisonous, but it's also a tree that purportedly lasts from 2,000 plus years, like thousands of years, it's aging. And they said that, so with Macbeth and Shakespeare, they said that uh, the poison was silvered in the moon's eclipse. I'm like, man, you can't make this up if you tried. <laughs> I mean, we are talking, Jacqueline. Full moon, partial lunar eclipse. And here they've given us the yew tree, like the divine yew. And here in Macbeth's poison, it was silvered in the moon's eclipse. So there's some, there's some great opportunity here for us to open up to the success. The, the success is assured. The only thing that will get in our in your way, our way, your way, is, is you. It's it's that kind of simple and mm -hmm. yet profound. So absolutely. And if you think also the, the feminine is also receiving. So if you think about that, it's opening yourself up to receiving. What does that look like? You know, how have you stopped yourself from receiving? But it's not because you've repelled it, but because you've attracted a lower frequency. So it's like you're now needing to step up to a higher frequency that's so that you can open up to the receiver that's waiting for you, the abundance, the love, the peace, the prosperity, the freedom. Everything that you're wanting is already there waiting for you. And it's like exactly like make space so that it can come in. And that means it's going to require you to, to shed some layers. So you might need to shed some tears. Or you might need to journal out. You might need to put some hard nose. You might need to put some boundaries. You might need to rethink, you know, certain conversations or relationships or behaviors or habits. You know, maybe what was working in the past is no longer working in the now. And it's, it's time to let that go, even though it feels uncertain because it feels so familiar. 
right? And yeah. that's kind of what we're stepping into. And it's not just for this week. It's going to it's gonna potentially yeah. be until I, what I'm feeling until like next year. Like that's, it's like the shedding so that next year can really give you those fruits that are waiting for you to leave. Yeah, it's very much, it is very much into the new, into the kind of like between the whole first four months, you know, January through. So really now we're coming into this, this ending but it's an ending that's bigger than just the end of the year and so forth. It's an ending in a way of old ways, old thoughts, old behaviors. I mean, you were making, when you were speaking just now, Jacqueline, it was making me, it was like, here's the tower card in which they've talked about. It. And it was like, you just get, you know, the Etch-a-Sketch. Do you remember the Etch-a-Sketch? You draw the little things, you know, and then when you wanted to clear yeah. it, you shook it, right? <laughs> It's that type of... Or you of, turn it upside down. Yeah, you, you turn it, you, you shake it, it upside down. and mm -hmm. it clears the screen. And it's like, so you know what? Have an Etch-a-Sketch in the most beautiful way, in the most loving, self-care way. Etch-a-Sketch yourself. I mean, let, it, let the old fall away effortlessly. Don't be afraid because the new that is here, the new that is arriving, the new that is, that is on offer to everyone is just... It's, it's the other... It's the other side of the mountain. It's what we've all not seen yet. We've all seen the climb. We've all seen the, the, the ascent. What we've not seen is the summit and, and the other side of the mountain. And that is, the way it's coming to me, it gives me goosebumps. It's like, that's magic. That is going to be some serious magic coming up. So, um, Jacqueline, there's some comments uh, you want to... Read so, I think. Yeah, so Beth, Beth actually says, love watching you work, James. Love that you share your gifts so beautifully, beautifully and eloquently. Thank you, Beth. It's so awesome to have you here. And then um, Samantha says, love it. You too. Thank you. And then Kyle also says, absolutely love it. Thank you, guys. Listen, it's been like we can chat for hours and hours. I think the one night we actually did. Like I went into my early, early mornings and you went, because we were like 10 hours apart. You still had a day. I was like, James, I need to go to sleep now. But honestly, we can chat for hours and we've just hit past the 60 minute mark. So what I think we can do is maybe wrap it up, James, and then kind of let everyone know that this is going to be an ongoing, I want to say weekly experience. So if you want to join us every week live, Get ready with those questions. For me, I need your chart, your date of birth, your time of birth, your place of birth. Um, for James, you need to show up. You need to ask that question. We'll tap into, we're here to serve you guys and, and offer some guidance and some practical tools to shift you through the space so that you can really stand in your truth so that you can be ready to receive those beautiful fruits that we're so beautifully talking about. James, Absolutely. do you want to end, end off? Do you want to have anything else to say? Yeah, just everything, Jacqueline. I absolutely adore Jacqueline. Um, you can find her on all social media at the Lady Jacqueline. So, by all means, if you're looking for a human design reading and um, and uh, expert, she is just amazing. She's an amazing <laughs> human being. So, and she's an amazing practitioner with human design. Um, and she really brings her, her life force and her vitality to it. So if you've not experienced a human design reading, consultations, by all means, go to at the Lady Jacqueline and, uh, and investigate further. Um, if you'd like to find me and would like a, a private one-on-one -on -one intuitive consultation reading, 
please go to dearjames.com and there you can read about consultations and you can go to the boutique um, and purchase. We are going to be uh, coming back live weekly. Jacqueline and I, this is our inaugural uh, run, so to speak. We wanted to put it out there and see the response. And, uh, and, we're, and you know, again, to remind everybody listening, we're, actually, we're here for you. That's the point. We love doing this. We love being able to assist and serve. And so that's our gift and our pleasure. And we love all of you for showing up and joining us. And uh, yeah, it's a magical journey. So, and we'll, let's just finish with um, Ruark Stark said, thank you, Jacqueline and James. Looking forward to next week. And Robin said, absolutely love this. Look forward to hearing more. Ready to receive the new. And she's got hands up, Jacqueline, hands up signs. So <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening and joining us. And uh, we will indeed be back next week. And uh, thank you. And until then, be well, be safe, and uh, journey on. Thank you, guys. You've been listening to Dear James Live. Gain intuitive insight, answers, and advice to your life questions and so much more by tuning in next week and visiting DearJames.com.